Life Audio. I am now just stepping into this realization that to not agree with the Lord about how he has made me is to disagree and to, to, and to disagree with the Lord will never yield freedom. It will never yield the peace that you are craving deep inside your bones. Oh, friends, Heather Creekmore here. Glad you're listening to the Compared to Who show. Today, my guest is Ashley Smith. This is part two of an episode that I did with her. First part was last time. So go check that out if you haven't listened yet. Ashley's an expert who helps women with fertility issues and helps women regain their periods. And she does a lot of great stuff around that. But today, our conversation goes so much wider and deeper than anything hormonal or medical. You are going to love where we go today. We talk about what body image freedom really looks like. And there's some good stuff. So I'm glad you're here. I cannot wait to hear what you think of this episode. And hey, leave a review if this touches you. And also forward to a friend because friends, we're all struggling with this. And you probably know someone who is on a fertility journey. So share this episode with her. Today's episode is sponsored by Classical Conversations. Do you want to homeschool, but maybe you're worried about your child's socialization? Well, Classical Conversations believes that education is best experienced together. That's why Classical Conversations provides homeschool families with local communities for opportunities for socialization, support, and encouragement. In each community, there's a trained licensed director who guides both the students and the parents alike through a proven Christ-centered curriculum that's rooted in the classical model. To find a Classical Conversations community near you, visit classicalconversations.com backslash compared to who. That's classicalconversations.com backslash compared to who. Now for today's show. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Do you think that all of our dieting just as a culture is what has led to and what some are calling the fertility crisis? Yeah, I was actually just reading on that um, some more stats that our fertility crisis, like that fertility in women is down 55%. I just want us to pause. 55%. Yeah. 55%. Yeah. And the simple fact that when you work with us, I'm not waving a magic wand. The Lord, yes, I do believe that he has blessed me in healing, but not in the physical touch and be healed. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is a whole other thing. Cause I was like, Lord, I'm really struggling with this gift of healing thing. Cause I don't want to be disappointed. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If I'm honest, if, mm-hmm. you know, if we just want to get straight to it, I don't want to be disappointed if I believe and it doesn't happen. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. you know, and so, so while it's not a physical gift of healing, I do believe that the Lord has gifted me in healing and the persistence of sticking with people and being able to counsel and, and, you know, through wisdom 
understanding and discernment Mm -hmm. and just to be able to communicate to this particular population in general, um, healing through that way, right. The emotional healing and the freedom and kind of just going back to that freedom, right. Um, really seeing people free in this. And so the simple fact, and I'm going to give you my secret method guys, because it's not for me to keep to myself. None of these women are naturally healed through a supplement. Mm-hmm. It is not a magic juju thing. You know, we do have our proven method that we move people through effectively and efficiently a hundred percent, but it is through eating more and agreeing with God about what he says about your body. Mm-hmm. Because um, I was just talking to our, because I like, we run a group as well. And I have a group within our group and it's our women of faith within our group. And okay. so I was talking about how, again, there's really two choice points. We either agree with God about what he says about our body or we don't, there is no middle. And I think that we like to think that there is a middle. And so one thing that I was sharing is I don't know if I would walk up boldly to the throne room and tell the Lord, Hey, what you made me is great, but you know what I would think would make me better mm-hmm. is that if I had better arms. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, just as your creation, walking up to the creator, I'm going to tell you that I don't like the way the genetics are making my arm looks. And you know, like, this is a true story because I just went back home and my stepmom has pictures of me in, uh, middle school and high school. And my arms are the same, like, meaning that, <laughs> like this Meaning that like this, this goal to have or get back to my super lean defined arms is only available when I am unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Meaning that the way my genetics are just playing out is that these are the size of my arms and this, this is how it's always been. And it's not going to magically be anything else unless I go to an un- unhealthy place. And so that's where I'm like, am I really going to buck up against my genetics my entire life and wave my finger at the Lord and be like, P.S. I would like a little less body fat on my arms. <laughs> right. But you know, like I was presenting it that way of like, I don't think we would walk up to the Lord and say, Lord, the way you made my lower stomach really sucks. We wouldn't do that. Right. Not out of like, well, yes, out of holy fear, but like in his presence, you're like, I don't think that's the most important thing. I don't think that's the most important thing whenever you're in his presence. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to disregard your desire for a certain body composition and tell you that you're wrong. But I think in the grand scheme of things of when like you're playing with your kids or when you're eating dinner, you know what I mean? Is it really your arms that like, yeah the connection point on why your friends and the meaning of life. Like, I, you know what I mean? I don't think that, you know, so my whole point is that I really think that we, I am now just stepping into this realization that to not agree with the Lord about how he has made me is to disagree and to, to, and to disagree with the Lord will never yield freedom. It will never yield the peace that you are craving deep inside your bones, because there is an unnatural and even if I must say an unholy Mm -hmm. thing taking place whenever we look at our creator and say, you're wrong. You did it wrong. 
it's never going to produce peace. Hence why you chasing that body composition. And when you reach that body composition, everyone's like, I'm not happy is because you're still not agreeing with the Lord. You're still not in line with him. And that is why you will not feel peace and it will never be enough. It will never be enough, you know? And because I'm stubborn, I had to go down that road too. Mm -hmm. It was, I would say that I was satisfied with my body. You know what I mean? But the, but, but what it cost to me physically, and now obviously now I can look back spiritually, but what it cost me physically, I could not keep paying. I could not keep paying that price in order to look like that. And so I also have this other side theory that I haven't really, I mean, I've, I've been fleshing it out is I don't know if I'm meant to be happy with my body. Mm, Yep. Yep. I don't think that's my purpose in life is to be happy with my body, I think my purpose in life is to agree with God about my body. Because anytime I'm happy with my body, there's a level of, of obsession. Pride. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I was, you know what I mean? And so I was like, guys, um, let's pump the brakes on this. Be happy with your body. Because I think, you know, I was counseling somebody at one time and the Lord had just dropped this on me. And as I was saying it, I know I was speaking to myself as well, right? Like that's when you know that the Lord is really flowing. <laughs> yeah. But I said, you know, is it possible that we have gotten so um distracted by the temple? Because a lot of people will be like, oh, well, you know, like my body is the living temple. I mm-hmm. am the temple of the living God. And I love you for that. But I don't think the Lord ever told you to worship the temple. Right. And that's in my book. Like, oh, come on now. <laughs> yeah. That's a line from my book. When I look at the temple, that thing had to be gorgeous. It was overlaid right. with gold, gold doors, right. gold handles. There was just things. I mean, like, I mean, like there's just gold everywhere. And never once he didn't say, I want a rundown shack and I don't want you to take care of it. Mm-hmm. But he never once said worship the temple. Right. And so the question to my friend was, is like, do you think that it would be possible for you to allow the glory to flow through the temple of your body to somebody else rather than to glorify the temple that is your body? Is it possible that we have turned our gaze and started to worship the temple rather than letting it be the the vehicle that glory flows through, that compassion flows through, that love flows through. And when I ask myself that, I don't care about my arms anymore. I'm like, yeah, you know, I think that qualifies under glorifying the temple rather than using my arms to hug my daughter, hug a friend, you know, to minister, to love, to, you know what I mean? Like not one of the healings that I've been able to witness has been because I have great arms. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see where else this conversation goes right after this break. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. 
Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I kind of take that even further in terms of, you know, not worshiping the body and not like going to God and saying, hey, God, you know, good job on my body, except for these things. Like it's all idolatry. And so that's what my book oh, yeah. is about, is about oh, yeah. body image idolatry and yeah. like, it, and really it's the idol of self, right? It's like, God, I think I know better how I should look than what you kind of did with this whole thing. <laughs> so, you yes. know, maybe, maybe because you didn't get it right, I'm going to dedicate my life to getting it right because you mm. kind of messed up. And so like, you know, with, with the ways we're naturally built, you know, it's so funny. You said it early in the in the show about like having this vision of yourself, this ideal and how you said, like, you just didn't even have the same color hair, <laughs> which is awesome. But it's like, that's, that's an exercise I do with my clients. It's like, wait, what is your ideal? And then I actually have them set it up as an idol and, and kind of come to the recognition of we're like, what is it really like to worship this image? Like it, it feels good. gross. It feels yicky, but I want you to fully understand that you are worshiping this image. This image that you were looking at is telling you that you need to look more like it. You need to do more work. You need to eat less food so you can look more like it, but that's just straight up idol worship. Like, how does that feel? And oh, that's you know, so good because <laughs> it brings what's internal to tangible and right. we would all pump the brakes and be like, I'm not going to worship a thing. But because, oh, that is so good. I'm gonna have to pick your brain about <laughs> facilitating that. And you just said something that was so impactful of dedicated their entire lives. I know that sounds dramatic, but my clients have in fact dated, like dedicated and I did. So like, it's Me not too. just, like, you know, like, yeah. you know, like, I am my client. I yeah. am the ideal client. Right, right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I and am my own ideal well, client. Well, for both you and I, while getting advanced degrees, while oh. doing successful business things, yeah. right? But still secretly, my life is really dedicated to this body yeah. improvement track. And it, I mean, but my clients are the same, successful women. Very, I mean, like but, I have very high achieving, whether it's very high achieving uh, moms that uh, work at home, work the home or up to like executives, you know, like, yeah. you know, like the, the thing is high achieving for my clients, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. And so, but absolutely. Yeah. Just, I mean, you're so right. Just the thought if I would have even taken the old, so here's the thing, even idolizing the old version of me that mm-hmm. was not healthy. Like if I was to put that picture right here in my gaze and I looked at it every day to worship it, like I would with my time and my thoughts and my energy and mm-hmm. my workouts mm-hmm. and um, the self-hate Oh, come on, Lord. There it is. Self-hate is absolute idol worship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolute idol worship. So, oh, let me go on and write that one down because <laughs> I don't think people realize that that is idol worship because mm-hmm. it's, because it's saying what you made Lord is wrong. Right. It's missing. It's right. lacking. It's incomplete. It's not right. And so, and so I'm going to agree with this thought that you yeah. are wrong and that other version is better. Yeah. And that is worship, right? Which is it's pride. 
right? Oh, yeah. So Ed Welch has a book um, when people are being got a small, I don't know if you've ever read it, but he talks about how pride is really, you know, we think about pride as being like puffed up and like, <laughs> I'm so awesome. But pride is really the self-loather Ooh. as well, because you're saying like, I'm, I'm not good enough for grace. Oh, God made a mistake. Eeyore, like God made a Mm -hmm. mistake when he made me. And it's the same, it's the same pride struggle. You know, what's so interesting. I was able to connect pride with something while we were doing another woman of faith call. um, And I was able, I mean, like the Lord just led us down this like journaling session. I was like, okay, well, we'll, you know, we'll just go down this way. But, but we were talking about why does surrender feel like a dirty word, especially Mm -hmm. in the fertility journey. Mm -hmm. If I surrender, you know what I mean? And fill in the blank. Right. And so we were able to peel back a layer, peel back the layer. I might even be able to pull up some of the questions, you know, like we were peeling it back and, and like the route that we got to, I about fell out Mm because I didn't even see it's coming, but you know, some of the questions were like, why doesn't surrender fit in your timeline? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then if you could use another word to describe surrender or associated, what would it be? Right. And so this is coming up as lazy. This is coming up with giving up. This is coming up. You know what I mean? And then somehow the Lord took this right hand turn and it was, what is it that you don't want to be wrong about? Mm-hmm. Because if I'm wrong that my body actually isn't supposed to be this size, like I don't want to surrender from fear of being wrong, that my body is not meant to be the size that I want it to be. That's good. And so in that is like, we are going through all this pain and we are resisting surrender to a good father Mm -hmm. who only has a proven track record of being faithful. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, there's just some <laughs> illogicalness, but we all have it. Right? right. But you know, like that's what idol worship will always bring right. is confusion, um, illogical strongholds that you're like, I actually know I don't agree with this, but anyways, mm-hmm. but it was because we don't want to be wrong about blank. Mm-hmm. And so to get to like, this has nothing. Yes. This is associated with control, mm-hmm. but is it possible that that's just like a symptom of not wanting to be wrong. You don't want to be wrong that your body could look like this, right? Mm-hmm. One of my other clients was like, I don't want to be wrong about like, this is all because I just won't eat carbs. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to continue to not surrender this area because if I'm wrong, then that means that I have potentially done this to myself, right? Mm-hmm. Which can feel very intense, but yeah. in the light of grace, Praise the Lord that this is not permanent. This is reversible. This is not set in stone, but it all came, every single person came back to a statement of, I just don't want to be wrong about blank, which circles back to pride. I was like, yeah. well, there you are pride showing up again in our life disguised as a right. control issue. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Yeah. And fear too. I'm thinking, oh yeah, the fear, but fear drives pride right? Like we, because we're afraid we have to hold tightly to whatever we believe or whatever we think or whatever we have. Oh yeah. I feel like that's just another symptom too. I really feel like, you know, like pride has got to be the root and like the symptom is fear. And then the symptom is control. And sometimes we can, if you know, like we don't allow the Lord to pry past it, we can spend a lot of time entertaining the symptoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going round and round and round about, I just got to work on my level of control. Or mm-hmm. is it that we need to work on submitting to a certain area that you don't want to be wrong about? Right. 
Right. Well, sin issues have a cure. Oh, right. You know, like, so that's guys, this is all good news. That's yeah. Like that's kind of my, my, my story. My book was like, you know, I thought this was just like me needing to do better about body or balancing my health with my spiritual, you know, like all the things we say. And when God revealed to me, no, Heather, you have a sin problem. It was like, oh, there's actually a cure for that. It doesn't require me to like count food or like do those right right there's a cure for that and I think that is that's such good news it is such good news because I feel like even we can get to and I I would love your take on this um of I really felt like I have been able to is and it's and it's not that I don't have moments like there's a picture on our website I'm like that's not the best flattering photo (laughs) but I don't lose my sleep. I don't ask my business partner to change it. I'm like, well, there it is. You know? And, and you're like, <laughs> you're like, I just go about my day. I'm like, that's really not the best. Like, I don't even know why the photographer sent it, sent us that way. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just rude anyways. Um, but I was talking with our women and saying, I really think I don't have a magic pill for body image woes to go away. I really feel like whenever I decided I didn't feel it, I decided to agree with the Lord and ask him to teach me how to agree with him about my body. I am not distracted by my body. Yeah. It does not hold me back. Yeah. And with that, I've been able to have a sense of purpose and fulfilling my purpose. And because back to the infertility thing, I'm such a, I strongly believe that women do not need to be tempted and some are. And so it's not anything about with lust or murdering somebody. Mm-hmm. It is, can I just distract you all day about your body so mm-hmm. that you don't fulfill or step into the purpose that God has for you? Like, I don't think like I need to be a counselor for women who want to murder people. I mean, I'm sure that the, the you know, I mean, like it's out there. That's clearly. a niche. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> It's a niche. It's not my niche. You know what I mean? But I feel, you know, but I just sit here and I'm like, could you imagine the impact women could have if they didn't spend a majority of their time hating themselves or um, conforming to what they believe is or what society has told them is successful, acceptable, and appropriate. You know what I mean? I just sit here and I'm just like, that would be epic. That would be wild. Could you imagine a world set on fire by women who are not taking the bait to be more distracted about their bodies than, you know what I mean? I mean, I do slightly, I mean, I do, obviously the fact that men get paid more than women, it's, ingrained in our society but and i'm not saying that men don't have body image issues but when they're presenting before the board i don't think that they're questioning what they look like right. i think that they're just going out and doing it and right. so i'm just like i don't believe that we should do business as as men would i think that there is a, a specific calling and anointing for women in business and leadership i actually think that there's for both you know what i mean but that's a whole other thing that's kind of cool <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. I'm just sitting here sometimes of like, sometimes 
Like, I'm like, you know what? Absolutely not. I will not get distracted on not even the first step, but the pre-first step, because I'm so concerned about what I look like that, you know, like I won't pitch an idea or that I won't reach out or that I won't do this because literally if my competitor is a male out there, they're not doing that. Mm. They're not getting caught up. And again, I'm not saying that we need to do business or structure it the way that men do, but my goodness, can we take some of the weight off of yeah, ourselves, take the pressure of off baggage yep. so that we can just move forward? Yep. Yep. Do what God's called you to do. And that's what yes. feels so much more fulfilling than having the quote unquote right size or, you know, being good all day long with your plan. Like it's so much more fulfilling to walk in what God has for you and feel alive in his purpose than it is to have a perfect week on your plan. Yeah. You know, I think about a lot too. I'm like, you know, I, I hate, but I don't hate. So I'm not going to tell God that he's wrong. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, why can't you tell me more about Deborah in the Bible? Like mm. why, like why, like it's just That's so true. epic, like leadership on the battlefield. And she mm. let, I mean, just, you know what I mean? And I sit here and I'm like, you know, what? I bet you her physical appearance would blow your mind that you would disregard her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, yeah, her appearance isn't mentioned on purpose. Her appearance right? is not mentioned. If it was necessary to the once. story, it would be mentioned. <laughs> not right? once. You know, I do think it's interesting that in the Bible, it was like that, like, who is it? Rachel. Rachel and Leah. Yeah. Ivan Leah. I'm like, yep. okay, well, I mean, way to be descriptive, Lord. You know, again, I'm not gonna tell you that you're wrong, but you know, like, I think it's interesting with Deborah that not a mention. Yeah. Not a mention. I'm like, Hmm. Well, probably very intentional, Ashley, because it probably actually doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. And because at the end of the day, what I also think too, especially with women in business is that if, you know, the word says that if uh, you know, like the Lord, that the doors that the Lord opens, nobody else can close. Mm -hmm. And so do I think that I'm helping the, the Lord open doors by looks? <laughs> yeah. I, Am I, I mocking his favor? Am mm, I mocking his favor yeah, when I'm good. like, well, let me make sure that I'm a certain size so I can help the Lord open that door for me. Uh, I remind myself, I'm like, okay, yeah, she's like, you know, take a step back. Like, like that is good. like, you know, like we are not in the business of trying to take <laughs> God's favor as like you helped him. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Well, Ashley, we got to we got to wrap up. Although I think I could talk yes. to you for another couple of hours, so we could do like a month long series. <laughs> but no. but I just I want to leave the woman who's heard your descriptions of HA. Mm-hmm. Like I want to leave her with something tangible in terms of like, okay, if you have these symptoms, then like yes. what? So can you just kind of rattle through like what what are the symptoms? What are we looking for? Who needs to connect with you? Absolutely. So if you have not had a cycle and you are not on birth control, so obviously birth control is not so newsflash. I know that this is going to rock some people, but I think it's becoming more mainstream. If you are on birth control and you have a bleed that is not a real bleed, that is a synthetic bleed. It is a withdrawal bleed. It is not a real period. You are not getting your own hormones. That's a whole other niche. And that's not really our niche, but that's for you guys. But if you have gotten off birth control or you're not on birth control and you have not had a period in three months consecutively and or yours is super irregular 
or you are struggling to conceive, or you have had to use IVF or IUI treatments has not been successful, or even if they have, then I would reach out. It's called thehasociety.com. We have tons of free things. So we have a YouTube, you'll find it on our page. That's so educational. There's like a million videos. My partner, my business partner, just she just cranks them out. She's just great. We have the HA podcast. You can start from the beginning. We have like 170 episodes. So like we're still building that. Um, and we go through that. We also have a community where we meet on every other Saturday. We meet during the week and we have community calls that really address the things that drive your behaviors. Um, and then we have one-on-one coaching as well too. So we have plethora of resources and just go ahead and just sign up for whether it's the quiz or whatever, whatever thing that we have you like funneling through, it'll be beneficial. I think it's the mental hunger workshop that I did. Um, if you are dealing with mental hunger, you're like, why do I keep having this? Where is this coming from? All those types of things. Um, but at the end of the day, just know that this is reversible. You do not need to spend a million dollars on IVF or IUI or anything like that. This really is healable through food Mm -hmm. and tweaks in our habits. Mm -hmm. And we have the coaching to walk you through it. So there's that. Oh, and we're also on Instagram. It's the hasociety.com. And so we're also pumping out. I mean, we're pumping out content all over. So you will get educated. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I started following you on Instagram. That's how I found you. And the stuff you put out on Instagram is great. It's been super informative. So get on their list, go to the website, get on their list, but then follow them on Instagram too. Cause I think it'd be really helpful. Well, I have loved this. And again, you're right. We could probably chat for hours. (laughs) Well, hey, thank you so much for being on the show today, man. I'm like messed up here because I was going to title it one thing and we went so many different directions. I'm like, that's not what it's called anymore. So it'll be a surprise what the name of this episode is. (laughs) Mystery conversation. (laughs) Ashley, thanks again so much for being on the show today. And thank you for watching or listening. I hope something in today's episode has helped you stop comparing and start living. Compare to is part of the Life Audio Network of Podcasts. For great Christian podcast content, go to lifeaudio.com. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.